views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Good morning, everyone. Um, this is Dr. Glenna Rice, and I am filling in for Dr. Pat on the show today, The Questionable Parent, and I am really excited. I think this is going to be an awesome show. First time I filled in with her, so this is pretty cool for me. And I've got two amazing moms, amazing parents with me today, and we're going to be talking about conscious parenting for conscious kids to create a different world, a different possibility on this planet. You know, we've had some really crazy stuff happening um, around the world, which all of you know about. And what if we could create something different where our children would choose a different possibility so stuff like what happened in Paris doesn't have to exist anymore? We're also going to be talking about an amazing book that has just come out. And all three of us are authors along with eight. There's 18 amazing authors in this book um, called Creations, Conscious Fertility and Conception, Pregnancy and Birth. And the stories in this book and the stories these ladies are going to share with us are really quite amazing. So uh, let me introduce you guys to my guests. We have the wonderful Sadie Lake, who is the editor for this book. This woman is one of the most amazing editors I've ever worked with. She put together my um, chapter in... Oh, I think it was like a week we put it together, and when she edited my stuff, it was probably the first time in my life I'd ever had anyone edit stuff where I actually felt greater afterwards and not like I had done a bunch of errors and made things wrong. So Sadie likes to talk of herself um, as a superhero. (laughs) Um, Her alter ego is um, Access Consciousness Facilitator when she's not being a mom to her three little girls. She's an author. She's a catalyst for the creation of a different reality. She has decided, declared a truce between the world of fantasy and what is as the invitation to all other superheroes in hiding, the moms and the dads of the world, so they can step forth and claim their rightful place as the creators of a new possibility for parents and children everywhere. I just love that. That is so my target on this planet, too. So welcome, Sadie. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. (laughs) So am I. And my (laughs) other guest is an amazing mom in Canada. Um out there in Toronto, Petrina Baba, who I have um, had it in my classes. I've had both these ladies in my classes over the years. Um, and she is a nurse, actually. She's um, a pediatric nurse since she was the age of 21. I won't tell you how old she is now, um, but she's been doing that for a couple years. <laughs> and she has <laughs> three kids. And um, so she was, for years, she was observing kids during painful procedures and saw how easily they went on to laugh and smile and play 
which is such an amazing way kids can be, as if nothing had happened with no judgments or significance in their world, just the next choice. It was magical and inspiring to her, and so she was invited to try these tools of access consciousness, which is really what we're sharing mostly on these calls that I do, this amazing work access. And her brother taught her very first bars class, and she's been playing with the tools since then, and her chapter in this book we're talking about, she talks about that in such an amazing way. I read your chapter last night, Petrina, and it was just inspiring and beautiful and amazing wow. how you write. So, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. Yay. Yay. So, um, Sadie, you are the editor of this book and really inspired it and put it all together. What would you like to share about this this book we've got going? Oh, man. What a great question and a very, very big one. Yes. <laughs> Probably what I'd like to share is just that um, it, it, when we talk about being an invitation to a different reality, what we're basically inviting people to see when they read the book is that what if everything that you thought was um, what was, is that what if what's really going on is beyond what you thought was really occurring in your life? And that can be through fertility, pregnancy, and birth, and it can also be in parenting and or any other area of your life. And so... The idea with this book is just bringing some of these very, you know, all these different stories and putting them together, and the reader can really get a sense of the possibilities across the gamut of everything in the creation of something in your life. In this case, the creation of a child, but it could be the creation of a project or a job. You know, in this case for me, it was the creation of the book, even using the exact same tools to apply to creating the book and asking questions and being the energy of the question. That's what your chapter is really about, is actually. Um, you know, what else is going on beyond everything that we think is and being the question with that and inviting something else to show up that's even greater than all the conclusions we have saying that reality has to show up a certain way. And so, um, so yeah, and, and looking on just to mention that we also have the second book, which all three of us are also writing chapters for, and that one we just applied for our ISBN number this morning, so that one's going to be coming down the pike here in another couple weeks, so super excited about that one. It's called Possibilities in Parenting, and it really is just the evolution from from this creations book that was kind of, you know, a very delicate little being that's moving into actual parenting and the energy of the next book is a a lot more um, grown up, I guess I could say, but also looking at, you know, stepping outside of the box of the way we think things have to be so that we can be that invitation to different possibilities. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, Yeah. And this book made it to number one bestseller, I believe on Amazon, didn't it? With the first, I know it did. It was so (laughs) delightful and it was surprised us all. I think we, um, we were, we were, that was our target, but we didn't have the expectation that it would go there. And not only did it go, but it stayed up there for a good couple of weeks. And so that was fun that it just kept creating, out creating itself every day. How exciting. So what are your, some of your favorite chapters in the book? I mean, they're oh all gosh. amazing. What pops? Well, what pops? We won't say favorite. We'll just, what just pops right now? Yeah. Well, not, not only because Katrina's on the show with us, but um, her chapter was definitely one of my favorites. I cried when I finished reading it. I was all choked up. It was just such an inspiration to me. And the way that she, the talent she had for laying out, you know, that brutal honesty and really showing, you know, the gamut of emotions that you go through when you do lose a baby and then creating from there on out and creating from possibility, not from expectation or all the things that you think should be. And it was just such a cool um, introduction to the, worlds that can open up using the tools of access. I think that was probably one of my favorite ones. Also, Samantha's chapter, which you can probably tell Samantha's story. 
Hers right. is the last chapter in the book, and she actually had spent years trying to conceive and having miscarriages, one that was at six months. Sorry, kids are laughing in the background. One that was at six months and then went on to have a healthy baby finally a couple years later and then um, almost lost that baby um, to uh, some health things that came along later. And so it was just her journey of actually um, showing that you don't have to buy into the status quo of what other people tell you have to be. No, And that's you... why I say the book is about more than just creating children. It's really oh, about it's so much more than about creating anything. children. It's so yeah. much about using the access tools to create ease. You know, the the mantra of access is all of life comes to you with ease, joy, and glory. And some of these stories in this reality would never be considered something you could have an ease with. And that is something that runs through the entire book, how parenting or creating a child or not having children can actually um, you can actually choose to have ease with it. You can choose something totally different. So Petrina... Since we're talking about your chapter, I think maybe you could <laughs> chime in about it. I mean, you, it's basically about you had a miscarriage at nine weeks, I believe, and you had been so looking forward to having a third child, and um, this was not what <laughs> this was not something you expected or planned or had a lot of ease with at first. And then you went on to you know you you found the tools of access around that time that allowed you to change everything. So you know, please share yeah. anything you would like about that. Yeah, um, thanks, and thank you, Sadie, so much. That means a lot. Um, I, I had a lot. I really was amazing writing this chapter. It's my first time, um, like, writing to be published, and it it was um, an amazing experience in the in a way that it was very cathartic for me to get it all out on paper. Um, but really, what I <clears throat> what I wanted to share in my chapter was the contrast that you know years later when I look at all the events after having been introduced to the tools of access, um, the contrast between the space that I was in when I was having this miscarriage and how it was really interesting that it happened exactly at the time that I was uh, learning about um, manifestation and like I had read The Secret and I had learned Reiki, it was my first time ever playing with energy work, <clears throat> and how I was getting really twisted up in judgment, um, in contraction, in projecting at my body what I wanted, um, and then and, and then being really angry at my body and and things like you know kept saying things like I'm so, I feel so betrayed, so betrayed, while also trying to use tools of manifestation and like law of attraction type tools, and how twisted and twisted and twisted I was getting, um, and how much I was judging my body, and then yeah. soon after being introduced to access just while I was trying to get pregnant again and this moment when my brother says to me like uh, it's a part in the book that I, I, I read on my show and I could barely get through it because every time I read it I start to cry but like it was this moment when I, when I said probably for like the hundredth time I feel so betrayed by my body and my brother said to me Petrina can you create anything with your body in that space of anger and betrayal and it was one of those moments that I always describe as feels like this slap you know like yeah. <laughs> I was like oh my god like I really saw it and then uh -huh. the space yeah, I loved, that I was sorry I just I loved that part in your chapter I just loved that question he asked you what an amazing question and oh. what an great opening for you to change everything I think you got pregnant it, the next month right it changed 
everything. And then, yeah, and then I was like, well, okay, tell me more. And then as I started to ask some questions, it was like, boom, next month I was pregnant. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> and then, you know, the gift of the tools throughout my pregnancy. And it's not that I had this, like, I mean, I always had easy pregnancies. And I talked about my labor. And it's not that, you know, oh, my labor was fantastically easy. And I had no pain. I mean, it wasn't. But the space that I was able to be in, asking questions and asking my body and being in communion with my body and being you using yeah. tools like interesting's point of view and the amazing space it's created is just cool. i, I, cool. I so, really wanted to get that across in the chapter so we're just about to go to break and i think afterwards i'd love to ask you about the like the different energy of this manifestation things you were doing mm-hmm. and how being a question actually created something different for you so we will go to break Preceding audio was via a Skype call. Hi, I'm Tim Darter. And I'm Steve Kramer. Join us on Spirit Fire Radio. Discover how to add the mechanics of meditation to your day. And watch yourself connect in a whole new way. Find the amazing moments in life's routines that often pass us by. Add to your awareness with Spirit Fire Radio. Tune in each Wednesday at 9 a.m. for your weekly guide to practical mindfulness. And to learn more, visit www.spiritfireradio.com. My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. Dr. Pat Basili is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com. Do you want to transform your life's trauma and challenges into the gift that your life was meant to be? It's time for you to take control of your soul journey to heal, grow, and shine. Manifest your destiny with Wendy Wolf, soul transformer, energy, and psychic healer. To start your soul journey, contact Wendy at healgrowshine.com or email Wendy at wendy at wendyrwolf.com and start your adventure today. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. 
Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Glenna Rice filling in for Dr. Pat on the Dr. Pat Show and the Questionable Parent. And I'm here with two totally amazing, awesome moms who are creating something totally different with their kids on this planet, um, Sadie Rose Lake and Petrina Fava. And we're talking about, we were talking about this book, Creations, that was just released a few weeks back that hit number one bestseller. It's about conscious fertility and conception, pregnancy, and birth. And I was talking to Petrina just before the break um, about how she had been using lots of tools from different modalities about manifesting things that wasn't really creating the changes she wanted to in conceiving after she'd had a miscarriage. And then she found these tools of access and started being a question. And her brother had asked her, a really amazing question that with all the judgment she had on her body, could she actually create with her body? Um, so, Petrina, so how are, how are these tools different than the ones when you were doing the more of the manifestation, making your, using the correct thoughts to try to create? How is this different for you? Yeah, the, the correct. <laughs> yeah, the correct that, that's the key right there. It was like I had already, like, out of the gate, I already had a whole bunch of conclusions about what was wrong and what was right, right? The fact that I was having a miscarriage was terrible. Um, it was wrong. It was wrong. Something was wrong. Um, my body was wrong because previously, my, my two previous pregnancies were wonderful. I had easy pregnancies and I really prided myself on that. I was like, oh, body, you're awesome. Like you, it's like my body was awesome because it was, it had easy pregnancies. And then all of a sudden I had something was happening that I decided was wrong. So then I was really mad at my body and I was felt really, feeling really betrayed at my body. Right. So then with the tools I had, you know, I had, with what I'd learned about the secret and manifesting, it was like, okay, so if your you know, thoughts become things, so like, you know, change your thoughts and it'll change the outcome. So, you know, I remember being in the hospital, literally like, I think there's a part in the book that I, I laugh every time I read it. Like, it's like, what is the problem? I am visualizing a healthy uterus. You know, like, <laughs> what is the problem? Well, how can you tell me there's still embryo left? I am, you don't understand. I am visualizing a healthy uterus here. <laughs> it's so, when I look at it now, it's so ridiculous. It's like, well, I had a point of view about what it was supposed to look like, period. Right, right. Well, yeah. And that's where we, you know, our points of view create our reality. And if you, and yep. it's not just that you change your thoughts, you need to have a completely different point of view. Because if you have this thought that my body is great, at, during yeah. pregnancy, you're projecting on it, and uh, whenever you project on anything or expect it to be a certain way, you start to create a separation and judgment because that projection is judgment, which separates you from your body, separates you from you. Or if you, you know, putting out the thought, "I have a healthy uterus," what's always on the flip side of that that you're also creating is that your uterus isn't healthy. Now, a, a, like some of the great questions, and I think this is in your book. One of them is, "What's so right about this? I'm not getting." in the middle of these trauma, drama, upset, intrigue things that happen in our life that show up and that we create, asking what's so right about this I'm not getting, and usually there's a little glimmer of space that shows up, like something kind of pops open, 
And that's what the creation is. I know I've worked with lots of women who've had miscarriages and asking them, what's the right about it you're not getting? Even years and years later, the most interesting things come up. I mean, I've had women that were realize that, wow, the first baby that they miscarried and then they went on to have more children was actually the same being. They just didn't want that body at that time. And when I when the woman had this awareness, she was laughing and she goes, that's just like my daughter. She changes her clothes twice a day. You know, changing a body was like, oh, this one's not going to work. I'm going to do another one. And we, but buying into the reality, this reality's points of view just locks you up. So the question, what's so right about this I'm not getting can give you so much clarity about what you're creating and give you a peace and an ease with it. And then you can start asking more questions from then. Well, and yeah. the one that I want to add in there is this interesting point of view. I have this point of view because most of the time when we've decided that we want something or what it is that we want, yes. we don't realize that that is a, is a confine that separates us from everything that's not that. And so it doesn't actually allow any possibilities that could be even greater to show up. So when we decide that we know what's right for ourselves or our children in the case of parenting, then we're not actually um, being in that open space of receiving anything. We've It's like that window is so narrow from what we'll allow to show up that's within our approval. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. The, the judgment that's not, that we have something right is probably the d- most difficult one to change. You, mm-hmm. you know, judging that we're, something's wrong, we kind of get that one. We can change that if we're choosing it. But changing something that we've decided is right because once you've decided it's right, nothing greater can show up. It's like, you know, those people that say this was, um, you know, the best year of my life or high school is the best time of my life. And they're still walking around with their hair in mullets. And, you know, they're not changing anything because they've decided yeah. that's it. The best day of your life. That's it. That's your last one. It's like, how does it get even better than this is the question you right. want to be asking all the time. Yeah. Along with the interesting point of view, I have this point of view about all your points of view. It's such an amazing tool. These are just some of the core tools that we use and access all the time that allow us to change pretty much anything, pretty much well, anything. And, and having, um, having gone on to, you know, matriculate from this fertility conception pregnancy book into the parenting book, I can really see where all the contributing authors are really offering tidbits of possibility from the space of being those questions and looking at what else is possible and inviting it and then, you know, really using their story to allow readers to see what is possible and what can show up beyond what you thought is possible. And Katrina wrote a really, really beautiful chapter, and I'd love to have you talk a little bit about it, Katrina. I actually, it's the last chapter in the book, partly because I didn't think people could receive it until they'd read everything else, because it's so potent, and it's going to be very controversial, and it's going to change realities. And would you talk a little bit about bullying and your point of view in the book about what you were aware of with your son and, you know, the lies that we communicate to kids about them being um, less than in any way or inept, especially with your background as a nurse and watching how strong they are and then seeing yeah. kids get kind of, you know, so, like Glenn was talking about the projections from these teachers that are well-meaning, but what that created for him and how you actually are looking to change it. This is yes. the last chapter of the, of the book, the Parenting Possibilities book, yes? Yeah, Possibilities yeah. in Parenting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Possibilities in Parenting. Okay, cool. I, I'm so excited that you you called my chapter controversial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so I, awesome. I've always kind of shied away a little bit from controversial, so and I know it is, but now that you actually said it, I'm like, oh goody, it's actually it's controversial. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, like so, my chapter is about um, bullying and looking at using the tools of access. Um, to change bullying and really look, I really take a different look at bullying. Um, and it's, my chapter starts off with this example of my son who 
was just in kindergarten at the time came home one day and was like doing this fake like mommy my heart hurts and I was like what are you talking about and he said um you know mom like when somebody says something mean to you and then your your heart hurts and there's like a, a mark on your heart and he said it in such a way that I was like oh I was like wow who said that to you and and he's like oh my teacher and he like walked off right and like went to play and I just was like oh my god like look at some of the stuff we say to kids and we say this often right like oh your heart hurts if you say something mean their heart's gonna hurt and then how much are our bodies hearing that and our bodies are going oh right if somebody says something mean to us our heart hurts okay and then you start to internalize and your body starts to create this crap yeah, you, start, you, know, you, you you take that, that impelled point of view and that you're, it's breaking yeah. my heart and your body will yeah. start to create from that point of view whatever is required to have a pain in your heart. Um, may explain a lot of the wow. cardiovascular issues we see on the planet these days. Oh, and the yeah. heartbreak and heartache and all these things that we talk about, the heart hurting. And like, so would you, what I love about your chapter though is the space of possibility you be beyond it. So we talk about when you, you know, what you looked up around the meaning of bullying and how there's some mm-hmm. inconsistencies there and what, and what we're actually desiring for our kids and what we're actually telling them. Right. Well, I mean, when I look at it, I see how much the whole thing of, of bullying is seized and like drenched in judgment. All of it is. Um and, you know, in Access, we talk about a lot about judgment is actually a lie. So then it was like, well, what if bullying, the whole idea of bullying, the way we see it in our society is actually just a lie. And, like, if there's judgment around all of it. The bully is judged the as being, you know, a big, oh. mean person. The, the person who's being bullied is is judged, really, as, as being a victim. And, like, yeah, project, so much victim projected. And, you know, we're the grown-ups, so we know better. And... Oh, so much judgment and projection around the whole idea of bullying. And, you know, could, and I just talk a little bit about if we drop the judgment, could we see things clearly? Um, and then I go, go into like using some of the tools, um, you know, no judgment, interesting point of view. What if, what if, you know, what if it's okay to tell your kid if the bully pushes you, shove them back? And what if that's actually a contribution? Not in every situation, but maybe in one particular situation, it might actually be a contribution to shove that bully back. You know, so yeah, and this is where it's, like, this is really where being a question is so valuable because you can say, "What is it going to take for this to change?" and "What's it going to take for this to work for you, for your children?" Also, asking their ch- your children, "Is this guy bullying you, or this person actually working for you?" Because I've had a few moments with my kids where a bully. A bullying moment actually was something my daughter was actually having fun creating, and then she changed it. But just the question, what would it take for this to work for you? I've seen it change in one day, bullying stopped with my kids. I also have had one kid, you know, what would it take for you to work to you? My daughter, I asked, she said, I'd like the kid to leave school. I said, okay, what would it take for her to go away? And she was expelled about a week later and sent off to another school in another part of the city. So it's it, these questions can create a change, and you have no clarity with the questions. So we're just coming up to another break here, and I love these conversations, so we can continue this, Petrina, and hear more about your story with your son and the bullying after we get back. So this is Dr. Glenna Rice filling in for Dr. Pat on The Questionable Parent on The Dr. Pat Show with my amazing guests, Petrina Fava and Sadie Lake, who is locked up in a hotel room with her three kids in Spokane, Washington, after the storm. She still doesn't have power back. So what can we do to help her change that on the planet? All right. 
We'll talk to you guys. We'll be back in a few minutes. Preceding audio was via a Skype call. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Pat. Have you ever noticed that this reality doesn't actually work in a way that helps you thrive? I'm thrilled to announce that one of my good friends and colleagues, Dr. Glenna Rice, is bringing the incredible world of Access Consciousness to Seattle this December. You can register and learn more for the course that's coming up on December 4th by visiting drglennaevents.com. And when you're there, you're also going to find another event coming up in January that Gary Douglas is doing himself. So register now and wonder no more. A morning filled with dynamic, inspirational music, spirituality, and uplifting messages by T.J. Woodward. Come and connect with community conversations and awaken your senses. Awakened Living Sundays with T.J. Woodward. Join T.J. every Sunday in the San Francisco Bay Area Chapel at Fort Mason and live streaming online, 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Pacific Time. To learn more and access the live stream, visit www.awakenedlivingsf.org. The new era of financial planning is upon us, where it is just as important to focus on your inner wealth game as it is your outer wealth game. Would you like to be in the forefront of this new groundbreaking financial movement? Lynn Brown, award-winning financial planner, energy coach, and international radio host, will share real, actionable money wisdom infused with empowering tips, fear-busting exercises, and money-growing magnetism. Are you ready to create your fully financially healthy life? Join Lynn for this free two-hour full-spectrum financial planning workshop in Bellevue, Washington on January 12th from 6 to 8 p.m. Register by January 5th as space is limited and will fill up fast. Call in today at 425-372-4749. That's 425-372-4749. Light food and beverages will be included. See you there. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you are ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. The following audio is via a Skype call. Hey, we're back. This is Dr. Glenna Rice filling in for Dr. Pat on her show today. I'm having so much fun talking with my 
guests, um, Petrina Fava and Sadie Lake, who are all co-authors with me in this amazing book, Creations. And Sadie is our editor. And we were just talking with Petrina about bullying. We got into that topic today. So this 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 book really covers so many things. Um, and I think Petrina, we were talking at or uh, sorry, Sadie, we were talking a bit break about something in the chapter of the next book that's coming out, Possibilities in Parenting, about bullying. And you were going to share something from Petrina's chapter. For yeah. Us. Well, she just. She, she actually goes into question about, like, what are we actually teaching kids with this idea of bullying and buying into it and perpetuating it and making it a wrongness in, our, in this reality? And she actually defined bullying um, per the anti-cyberbullying statute from John Hayward and Dictionary.com. And what they say is, bullying is defined as repeated intimidation over time of a physical, verbal, or psychological nature of a less powerful person by a more powerful person or group of persons. It is repetitive and encompasses an intrinsic power imbalance between the bully and the person being bullied, who generally is incapable of self-defense. It can be physical, verbal, or social. And then um, another addition was a blustering, quarrelsome, overbearing person who habitually badgers and intimidates smaller or weaker people. And so, Katrina, yeah, what what she goes on to say is just, here are the things that stand out, like, of a less powerful powerful person by a more powerful person encompasses an intrinsic power imbalance incapable of self-defense badgering and intimidate smaller or weaker people so what are you actually inviting people to realize we're creating in the world by buying into this idea of bullying and defending against or for it right well it's so interesting just 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 because whatever you resist persists and if you're resisting and reacting to anything like that or aligning and agreeing with those point of views that is what we're creating that is the energy that we're creating, that there are weaker beings and there are bigger, more powerful beings that can actually truly intimidate anybody. I mean, could an infinite being ever be intimidated? Or would they have exactly. to choose that? Yeah, go ahead, Petrina. I just want you to Yeah, talk. no, I was just going to say, like, it, when I read those, I was almost excited. I was like, oh, my goodness, this is hilarious. Like, look at how we're defi- – look at what we're – look at what we're saying. Um okay. Like th- those two definitions just stood out because they were so like the words were just like we- a weaker, more powerful to a less powerful, like power imbalance, intrinsic power imbalance, like ugh, <laughs> you know, and, like and unchangeable, just, an unchangeable, unchangeable, power and wow. you know, like when I'm taking my kids to school and I'm standing around, you know, around the schoolyard, like I hear all overhear all these conversations that are like you know, I'm going to go save my child. I'm going to, like, I can't believe, like, and there's a a particular person that I I know there that, like, runs to her kid's rescue constantly, constantly, constantly. And it's like, wow, what are you, what are you telling your kid? You're telling your kid that they're weak and you have to rescue them all the time. How about we empower our kids and go, hey, you know what? Nothing is more powerful than you. Maybe that kid looks bigger and, you know, but what if you, you you know, I often teach my kids, like, to be energetically bigger. It's like, okay, you know, you don't have to shrink. How can you get bigger than them, even if they're physically bigger than you? So, you know, what are we teaching our kids when we run to their rescue or suggest that the bully is bigger and meaner and bossier? And those are great questions. Because I you absolutely run. get that this is a potent energy and to, to teach this to kids. And I can hear a lot of parents in their minds going, well, you know, then where does that put me? And I get that a lot of parents subordinate themselves to their kids. So, Glenna, would you talk a little bit about actually your chapter and talking about 
you know, being willing to be a bad parent, being willing to be seen as a bad parent, to not always get it right, and to be able to actually have powerful kids and on, at the same token not let them overpower you and how that actually shows up because I get for a lot of people there's a discrepancy there people who do either or mindset they can't fathom they can't wrap their minds around how one can be powerfully them and the other can be powerfully them and how they don't have to in some way subordinate each other so will you talk more about that wow yeah that's that awesome question and lots of stuff in that so yeah the willingness to be a bad parent is such a gift and it's so much freedom it means you're willing to be able to receive the judgments from anyone about how you should parent because I'll tell you once you had a baby everybody has a point of view about how you should raise your kids what's the right way what's the wrong way and if you're not fitting into that little teeny box you have um, you're gonna get some judgments and to be able to receive those that you're a bad parent often from mother-in-laws and whatnot um, then you can parent in a way that actually works for you And you're talking about going rescuing kids so just in that point of view that a child has to be rescued means that they're not safe now I would what my target is to empower my children to know that they know to be aware to be aware of everything that's going on around them and everybody that's around them and to know what's required of them to not have these situations even occur what if they, we lived on a planet where there was not bullying where that just did not exist because no one had a point of view about it because you have to buy that you are less than or that you can be intimidated for this to happen um, and if and one of the things about being a parent is being concerned for your children is one of the most important things you know it shows how much we care when we worry about our children and are concerned for our children and are always looking out for what's going to go wrong that we have to keep them safe from we're considered a good parent in this reality but that does not allow your children to have the awareness of how to be safe in this world because really the best protection for your children is, is awareness is for them to be aware and then questions with a bully would be you know what would it take for you to out intimidate them like what would that look like without giving the child an answer just letting that energy show up for them what would that look what what could they be and there's no way you can actually create a formula on what that would act would look like when they were interacting with the child that's being labeled as a bully at school but something with that question in place without putting out an answer with allowing that request of the universe to be there what would it take to out intimidate or out manipulate the bully something will start to show up that will be beyond anything you can imagine Things will just change. The child will get expelled. There's a million different ways this can show up, and we have no way to cognitize what those would be. That's where being the question is so amazing. So well, being even the question, questions beyond like how intimidate them are just what do you know about this and what possibilities yeah. are available to you that you've not considered before? Because, you know, it's like Patrina offers this in the end of her chapter. She talks about, I could let her talk about it herself, I guess, but talks about her daughter was having some problems with a girl at school, and Katrina had this point of view she wasn't going to rescue her daughter. But then inviting <laughs> yeah. her daughter, like, actually, what do you know about this, and what what is required? And our kids, just this this whole fundamental point of view that are we need to show caring by being concerned for our kids, yeah. it, it, it actually is a reflection of this inherent um, non-trust in ourselves and in others to know what's best for them at any given moment. Yeah. You know, to right. be able to even actually... If it, even it looks even if it looks the opposite way, which is kind of what I was getting at with that example, is that I thought that I was doing the right thing by empowering her. I was like, I'm going to empower her, and she's asking me to rescue her, so I'm not going to do that. You know, like, and so, and then, and then it, I was like, why isn't, you know, this is not changing, this is not changing. And when I finally was willing to ask a question and go, wait a second, what does she require? And I kind of just got, go. it was like, hey, mom, can you just like, I just want to know you have my back. And I was like, oh. So 
I was doing it just the other way. It was like I was imposing my point of view of you can do this yourself. You don't need me, you know? Yeah. And and that's a totally different energy of you don't need me because actually what's required Mm. is the contribution of you and the entire universe to back her up. We just don't know what that's going to look like. We never know how that's going to show up, but willing to be that. um, And unless we ask them the question and invite them to be an active participant in the creation of their lives, we're still saving them even if we're doing the opposite. It's like we're still bailing them out from having to be in question and choice. Right. We're still projecting what we think is right rather than allowing them to see. It's it's interesting because my kids are much older now. My youngest has just turned 12 this week and then 17 and 21, and they've been using these tools, and we've had bullying stuff and other things over the years. But what I found is after giving them the tools to empower themselves, to know what they know, to ask what's required, ask how to change things so they work for you, I barely have to get involved in anything that goes on with them anymore. It is rare that they ever require – because they – they have all the tools and all the abilities to start to create a life that actually works for them. It amazes me every day at their ages that they have this confidence and this ability to be in the world and create what works for them. It's like, wow, if we'd all had these tools when we were kids, what would that, what would that create? And giving these tools to children, it's like, what is that going to create yes. for a future? Like having children yes. that are empowered to know that they know, that never think they're victims, that yep. are never disempowered by people because that possibility doesn't even exist for them. Well, and I want to add one more thing before we head to the last break. It was just, just when you first started talking at the top of the hour about this, what I really became aware of was how many of us have this point of view of what, that something works for them means it's going to have this positive overlay of what can be, you know, seen as a good thing in our culture. Right. But what if, what if our, what works for our kids is just like you were saying about, you know, your daughter not letting, you know, letting the bully pretend for a little while that it, she was affected by it so she can navigate what she knows. Right. So what if yeah. it doesn't always mean that on the surface things are going to always look hunky-dory and all jolly? What if we have to be willing to let them have some things that appear to be tough as they navigate for themselves and still, like Katrina was saying, know that they, we have their back? You know, it's such just, a great question to ask in the middle of that where it doesn't seem like it's working for you. Is like, you know, is this what I've been asking for showing up in a way I never considered? Yeah. And I've used that one where it didn't seem like it was actually changing with the teacher or maybe some friend. And getting a lightness. Now we're looking. We're asking these yes/no questions, and what's true for you is always light. We didn't say that at the top of the hour. So everything we're talking about, when it's true for you, it's light. And if it's heavy, it's a lie. So when I ask that question, is this showing up in a way you've never considered? It's a lightness that'll show up, and then it's like, oh, okay, cool. So we are time for another break. This is Dr. Glenn Rice filling in for Dr. Pat on the Questionable Parent Show on the Dr. Pat Show with my guests Patrina Fava and Sadie Lake. Preceding audio was via a Skype call. Has asthma or allergies got you singing the raspy blues? Allergy and Asthma Networks is the nation's premier nonprofit patient-centered network of doctors, caregivers, patients, and healthcare professionals who are dedicated to ending death and suffering due to asthma, allergies, and related conditions. Join President and CEO Tanya Winders each month on the Dr. Pat Show to learn more and visit allergyasthmanetwork.org today. Breathe better together with Allergy and Asthma Network. 
Awaken to your radiant, authentic self. For over 15 years, Soul Purpose Advocate Nancy Monson has been focused on leading change in the lives of those looking to live their true purpose. She is devoted to supporting people and living a soul-directed life every day. Let Nancy help you overcome fear, worry, and doubt. Visit EverydaySpirituality.com to learn how Nancy can be your Soul Purpose Advocate. What are vibes? We often use this word, but did you know vibes can actually be useful and help solve our everyday challenges? Embark on an exciting learning journey with Caitlin Keat, 11-time Visionary Award winner, specialist in vibrational energy, and the creator of Vibes Up. Join Caitlin as she takes you through the world of vibrational therapy and energy healing with natural solutions for a modern world. Visit VibesUp.com to learn more today. We Carry the Light with host Dr. Susan Allison is the show that inspires you to find the light within and shine your light in the world. You'll hear from guests who model how to be the highest, brightest, most evolved, fulfilled, and conscious humans possible. Tune in each Thursday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and let Dr. Susan help you discover that you carry the unique light that only you can shine. How confident do you feel about your retirement? Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach. Together, you and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get to the real answers you need. Call Jeff Packman Financial Advisor today at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800 in Bellevue, Washington, 98004. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member of FINRA and SIPC. Let the transition begin. Tune in to the hit show, Majestic Insights Radio, Success for Life's Transitions, with host Carrie Keith. Carrie is a gifted intuitive coach, healer, and teacher who will lead you through her empowering techniques of ancient wisdom and awareness so you can live your happiest, healthiest, and most vibrant life. Let Carrie teach you the tools of transformation that will help you experience success for all of life's transitions. To learn more about Carrie, visit www.majesticinsights.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. Hi, this is Dr. Glenna Rice. And I'm back from break. I'm filling in for Dr. Pat today on the Questionable Parent Show on the Dr. Pat Show with two great moms, incredible, phenomenal moms, kind of inconceivable in how they're creating parenting in this reality with their kids, Katrina Faba and Sadie Lake. And we've been talking about this amazing book, Creations, that is um, out for a few weeks. You can find it on Amazon. It's Creations, Conscious Fertility and Conception, Pregnancy and Birth. And uh, I'd also like to talk about some of the things because – we're coming to Seattle. I'm coming to Seattle, my favorite city. I was born and raised there. I grew up in Edmonds, Washington, and 
absolutely love the city. I My body just sings as soon as I set foot on the land there. It just is so nurturing and wonderful. Even in rainy winters, I love Seattle. So I'm coming to facilitate this amazing class access bars, and maybe you ladies can pop in a little bit about how the bars are with you guys and your kids. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, December 4th. Right, we have a, I have a great venue right in Pioneer Square in the heart of the city. I'm so excited we found the place. And so the Access Bars is on December 4th. This is like, uh, it's a hands-on workshop one day. No prerequisites. Anybody can come. And, you know, receiving isn't something we do a lot in this reality. And we've been talking about this on this call. Like, you know, receiving judgments from bullies so you can have ease with it. So it's just an interesting point of view. Receiving that you're an infinite being and that you can't be intimidated by anyone so we don't don't do a lot of receiving on this planet and that bars class is often one of the times the first times in a person's life that they're able to just receive because that's what it's about it's about receiving receiving you the infinite being you are receiving for the contribution from everything around you and just the gift of having something change in your life receiving the change that's possible so we touch some points on the head you trade with people and it gets rid of kind of all those crazy thoughts that are kind of nonstop. You defrag your brain and your computer system in your head, and anything can change. Your body's changing. Your your life changes. People have stopped smoking. Back pain's gone away. Kids have gotten A's on tests. It's just an amazing, amazing thing. And there's a, I have a bit about it up on my brand new Facebook page, Dr. Glenna Rice, DPT. So you can check out that page and like me if you want I would love to have lots of likes I'm really excited I just created it a couple days ago so you guys want to say anything about the bars just that it's phenomenal and amazing and it, it you know it's easy to think that just by putting your hands on the head that you're not really doing much and um, if the, the change that I've witnessed occur in people's worlds from it is beyond what could be described as logical from this reality's point of view but it doesn't mean it doesn't do it nonetheless yeah, I'd like to say Sadie is also a BARS facilitator and access certified facilitator, and she's in Spokane, Washington, like I said, in a hotel room with her kids. She doesn't have power <laughs> back yet. <laughs> um, right. And she's teaching, so there's also access the foundation, which has just changed from a class that was access foundation and level one, but some level one classes are still going on for people that had just taken it when it was two classes, which is a little complicated, but Sadie's doing a level one in Spokane when? Uh, the 12th and 13th of December. Whatever okay, cool. the Saturday, Sunday is, it could be the 13th, 14th. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. It's after, whatever that weekend is. Cool. And after the bars class, I'm teaching the foundation, the four-day access foundation class, December 5th through the 8th. And what's really cool is these classes are the prereqs for a amazing class that's coming to Seattle. The first time ever, ever, ever. Gary Douglas will be coming teaching the access choice of possibilities class, which was formerly known as the access level two and three. This is where you start to create the changes, where you have the choice of possibilities for creating a different future, a different life, a different reality, and having your life work for you. The foundation class really allows you to start breaking down how you bought into the lies of this reality and start to get this possibility there's something totally different available. So those classes are coming up. So Gary's coming here in January. He'll be here the 16th, 17th, and 18th. We have a, we're at this Marriott, Waterfront Marriott, so we're going to be right there on the water changing the world, changing the planet, the Puget Sound. I'm totally excited. Oh, what a gift for Seattle. 
Um, and Glenna, Glenna and myself and Petrina, if she's there and several of the other authors are going to be there signing both the Creations book and the Possibilities in Parenting book. So <laughs> we can let you guys know when that's going to occur, too, via Glenna's Facebook page and, and, and our various other pages, too. That's really cool. Yeah, we're trying to set up a cool place to have a book signing um, for all of us. Uh, so, Petrina, you have you know you have a yes. radio show also that you do. I do. Yeah. So, um, my radio show is on a to zen fm, and it's called Messy Adventures in Living. Um, and I, I just it. started that radio show in October, and it's been um, really super super fun for me. So, and we kind of look at you know various topics and. Sort of the theme is, you know, um, what if you didn't have to have everything lined up straight and you could just kind of jump in and get messy. If you'd be willing to get stuff wrong, a lot of like what what you talk about, Glenn, about, you know, would you be willing to be a bad parent? Uh, would you be willing to just get it wrong and just jump in and 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 see what, what shows up and get some awareness from the choices you make? So, yeah, that's it's okay. every Monday so at how, 9 a.m. Eastern. So how do they find you? Um how they find me at uh, patrinafava.com dot com, um, and the radio show is at um, a two the number two z e n dot uh, f m, and it's messy adventures in living. There's I'm also on Facebook, messy adventures. Um, I have a Patrina Fava like public figure page on Facebook. Okay, yeah. and, and Sadie, how do they find you if they wanted to yeah. come to your level so one class? Yeah, so my show on, on, is also on A to Zen. It's called Imperfect Brilliance, and it's really about looking at everything that you have piled on yourself that you think is a stinking pile of crap, and underneath it is really the diamond and the brilliance of you. And so it's, it's peeling <laughs> away these. some of those layers. Yeah, and then, uh, so that's on A to Zen also. It's called Imperfect Brilliance. You can find it on iTunes, and you can also find us on um, Facebook, Imperfect Brilliance, or under my public figure page, Sadie Lake facilitator educator catalyst and youtube those shows are on youtube as well the a to zen shows they are yeah i love the titles you guys came up with (laughs) well mine was mine was hilarious because i was i don't know if you know but i've judged myself enormously for being messy my whole life and so i was originally going to call it adventures in living and then i was like there's something else there's something else there's something else i'm like oh i gotta throw in the messy like it's you know like what if you could embrace being messy and 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 just jump in and go for it. So it's kind of funny. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I think my daughter should listen to your show, my messy one. <laughs> I have a very messy one. <laughs> it's, if that's where allowance comes in as a parent. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, so awesome. do you guys, any questions or anything? We have a couple more minutes left um, on the show. Well, Glenna, you have a telecall series coming up that I'd love for you to tell people about. Oh, thank you. I knew I was forgetting something. Absolutely. Something. Oh, yeah, this is this is so exciting for me. I'm teaching Conscious Parenting Conscious Kids, the telecall. It's a three-day telecall, December 15th, 16th, and 17th, I believe. Do I have the dates right? Um, so it's about an hour and a half long. Um, yeah, it will be an hour and a half long. You'll get recordings of the call and all the processes. Now, this is a class that years ago, Gary Douglas, um, when I first started Access, was talking to me about parenting with ease and a way to make money. And he, he had been teaching this class, and he kind of handed it over to me, and I sat down with him, and we went through all the tools and different things like, you know, what's required from you, asking your children that, some of the stuff we've been using. But these tools, it's like to get them out there. I'm so excited. I haven't taught this class in probably two years, I think, if I had a chance. I've been so busy with everything. So I'm just thrilled to have the class. So you can find that on, um, go to glennarice.com and find it. And you can also go to drglennarice.accessconsciousness.com 
or just accessconsciousness.com to find all three of us and you can sign up for the call there. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.